Welcome to the Mental Mom Show. I'm Megan Farr, a therapist and mother of two by day, and a coffee-drinking ADHD maniac basic white girl. But most importantly, I'm the Mental Mom host by night. And I'm Casey Harper, the producer slash art director slash boyfriend and moral support slash whatever Megan needs. Welcome to episode 25. Casey Harper, how are you? I'm great. Do you just love doing podcasts with your girlfriend, especially when she gets annoyed with you right before we're going to start recording? Yeah, it's awesome. Do you love when I throw a whole bunch of new stuff at you right before we're going to start recording? Are we being honest? Yes. No. No. Casey and I are, we're real. We're going to just give it to you real, okay? Give it to you straight. We did. We just had a little argument before we started recording because I got my feelings hurt because this is episode 25, which is like a huge deal to me. And I even bought French silk pie in the fridge to celebrate. And I didn't, and Casey yawned and I got mad at him. When I say it out loud like that, it sounds kind of crazy. Thank you. But if you were in the moment with us, everyone, you would get it. You would all feel the same way I do. (laughs) I just felt like your yawn signified boredom and episode 25 is no time to be bored i wanted to get up and go and do this and do it and i was taking too long we were typing away and then you started throwing all this new stuff at me like hey let's change the outro and why don't you say this and this and this yeah i'm so that's where my frustration was i like having our audience here to be here for group therapy i feel supported it makes I'm it sure easier. They love it. It yeah. makes it easier to talk about. Thank you, everyone, for being there for us. Anyway, welcome to episode 25, the episode where Casey and I break up. Just kidding. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> All right, Casey Harper, how are you? Let's do a quick check in. Well, I was feeling pretty good <laughs> until until about 10. No, I'm I'm really good. Things are going very well. Nothing really that new. I went on my fishing trip. That's what I did. That's, That's right. why we took a week off. It was for me this time. It was. And you got some nasty mosquito bites. The bugs are bad. Yeah. Bugs were bad. It looks like you had... Um, but the fishing was good. It looked like you had measles. You know, uh, my cousin, he had some sort of re- allergic reaction to something, and it looked like he had measles. See, Casey and I, for those of you who are new to the show... We are self-proclaimed experts on measles because we did an episode on vaccinations. I'm pretty and much an expert. <laughs> we did no. look at a lot of photos. And now we, pretty much anytime I see bumps, red bumps on anyone, I'm like, oh my gosh, is that the measles? <laughs> yeah. But he, something, I don't know if something bit him or something, but he, he looked, it got all around his like upper body and it was real splotchy on his arms. And jokingly, I was asked him if he was vaccinated and then <laughs> he a, he just laughed and then his dad my uncle was like hell yeah he's vaccinated but <laughs> he got all like defensive, defensive about <laughs> it uh but i don't know he took like an allergy pill and it all cleared up so it was weird but the fishing was great fun it's good to hang out with family have a weekend for the for the boys the boys yeah but i'm good how are you well i'm 
awesome. It's episode 25. And Big 25. I remember when I was 25. I do too. 25 was a pretty Times good year. Times were good. Mm-hmm. Life was better. It's a good year for me, I think. I can't really remember it. No, I'm too old now. I don't remember either. Okay, so I'm excited. Episode 25. Um, I think I mentioned this on our last episode that a lot of podcasts don't make it past episode 7. Mm-hmm. We are trucking along. Here's how I feel. Suck that. Yeah. Okay, so the first 25, we'll say 24 episodes, maybe 25. First 24 episodes, we've been figuring things out, kind of practicing, if you will. Yeah. Interns at our own show. How do we make the mics work? Learning on the fly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Figuring out our flow. Now, episode 25 and forward, Pulitzer Prize winning. Did we? I know. We're going there, huh? Pulitzer podcast. But we are very dedicated. We have made a lot of improvements, figured out a lot of things. We have the website finished. Yeah. Finally. It's up. It's live. It's on the interwebs. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you, Casey. And thank you, Garrett, for all your hard work. Thank you. Thank you for thanking me. (laughs) But it was my thing. And you guys did the photography and the creative work and... Um, I can't even imagine it looks Jer- really good. what Jeremy's been doing at his kitchen table working on this thing. It's a side hustle. And then I've been obsessed with like watching reruns of America's Next Top Model. So I told Jeremy, I'm sorry I'm getting all Tyra on you. I'll calm my Tyra down because I was being a little diva-tastic about a few things. But he nailed it. It's awesome. Yeah, so it's up. Check it out. TheMentalMomShow.com TheMentalMomShow.com. Yeah, yeah. Our email is... TheMentalMomShow at gmail.com. But I think on the website it might say MentalMomShow at gmail.com. We need to fix that. Oh, my gosh. There's just this never-ending list. We don't have have like a taste It's called being an adult, Megan. Like, nothing's ever finished, okay? I don't even know how to get in there yet and edit it. You you know how to do that, but I don't. Yep. Put it on the list. Oh, put it on the... Remember I used to say it to you all the time? Yep. Put it on the list. No, it, the list is long. It's very long. So I wanted to ask you a question before we jump into my mental mom moment. Okay. What have you learned about mental health and parenting since we started this show 24 episodes ago? Don't do it. Mental no. health or parenting? <laughs> uh, no, I learned that they, they go hand in hand. Um, Interesting. There's good and, I mean, good and bad, you know, as with anything in life, I guess. Because you could seem like you have your stuff together and then you bring another person into your world that needs your attention all the time, every day, night and day. So adapting to that can bring a lot of stress and on top of that, if you're fortunate to like not be a single parent, you have like that hopefully you have that support system to make it easier, you know. Yeah, to work as a team. Yeah, to have that teamwork going. Mhm. So, I always had an idea that kids had an effect on mental health for sure, like being a parent, but after being with you and talking with you and going through all the stuff that we have with the show and me getting more involved with the girls. Like when my kids threw up on you or when you did a goldfish eulogy yeah, for Sparky. Yeah, the fish dying and then the throwing up and 
They always seem to be sick when you come visit. When I come visit, uh, lately <laughs> it's been good though. It's but, real sick. It's not like baking. Yo, sick. it's, it's like, like puke on you and strep throat and yeah, flu and stuff. But uh, you've been in the trenches. Yeah, I always had respect for parents, but I have a higher level oh. of respect now. Just having to constantly be more involved. I'm more involved with like kids now than I ever have been. So, wow, that means a lot hearing you say that. That's what I've learned so far. Because remember last episode when I almost slapped you when you said, "No, like, is it really that hard?" <laughs> I knew yeah. what you meant though, but yeah, yeah, I really do feel like, and I feel like with the mental health component, um, before we, like a year before we started the podcast, we were going to record an episode. Remember, but my friend, yeah, her kid fell asleep and she fell asleep and couldn't record with us Jaren so we put it on hold but I remember in that episode because we did end up recording something I guess we were just practicing but when I re-listened to it I realized how one-dimensional your view was on depression and mental health and you talked a lot about make a choice get up and do something about it you know it was very which yeah you have to do something about it like get on meds I get was, help yeah very black and white yeah so i feel like you've really like grown in that area which has been really cool do you feel like you have in terms of like understanding it from different angles yeah i feel that way like like our relationship seeing me how i am and oh yeah definitely uh it's all because of you for sure i don't mean to like brag like i taught you all this (laughs) i'm just saying no but seeing it because you i hear it a lot. Like even but, before me, you Yeah, it. but actually having to be around it. Living consistent, it. Consistent. Yeah, living it. Meaning like, living like a, your girlfriends, you've seen my ups and downs and my res, response to medications or lack of response to medications, yeah, right? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yes. So it's been a good learning experience for sure. Do you feel like you have more compassion and understanding for people who deal with this like depression when you're actually doing what you can to help yourself and you still have and people you see it you still see the struggle i do yes i'm more compassionate i will say this though i i feel if i have a good read on who the person is because i still have a lot of doubt in me with certain things not on not with you but like just people people in in the world um because i'm with you a lot so it's like i have a good idea of what you're doing you know but there's some people it's like i want to believe that everybody that says they're dealing with these things are actually dealing with those oh, things yeah, you can't believe that. and <laughs> that's why if like i feel like i have a decent enough relationship or like rapport with somebody it's like all right i i can see it like mm-hmm. i see the signs and i see well and the authentic or authenticity yeah. of it maybe yeah depending on the person right Still, I have a lot less doubt now because of being with you about people actually being genuine when they say they're struggling with these things. Because before, I was just like, stop saying, using this as an excuse, you know, but, which is a very dickish thing to say, but. See, he grows. So I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting better. I feel like maybe like you're the flower, the seedling in a 
in a pot of dirt and I've poured water on you and helped you grow and bloom. <laughs> you should see how I'm getting glared at right now. Yeah, and definitely, definitely that. You're blooming and growing. I'm just, yep. So then I would be the miracle grow in the water that's nourished you into this I thought flower. you would go more the route of like the young grasshopper type thing. I don't know about that. Anyway, didn't go the way I thought it was going to go, <laughs> but thanks. Okay, let me tell you a moment that I thought was funny. You and I were talking um, very casually. I think we were on the phone, and we were just talking about things that we have to do, things that are coming up in your life, in my life, blah, blah, blah. And it, it was one of those moments where I was like, oh, this is the difference between a very mentally healthy person and someone, which would be you. <laughs> Okay. And then me, who really struggles. Because, like, it was just another thing on my to-do list. I said, I need to go see the dermatolog a dermatologist to get every single mole and freckle on my body looked at. <laughs> Do you remember this? No. On the phone. And you were like, what? And I'm like, realized not everybody thinks that way. Like, you were kind of like, why? You have something going on? I'm like, no. I just... It's been on my list for a while. I just want every single mole and freckle on my body examined by a professional. And you were like, huh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like that's Still, not on your to-do list. No. You have a lot of <laughs> moles and freckles too. Well, do you think if you had a lot of moles and freckles, maybe you'd be concerned about melanoma? No. <laughs> I was only concerned about one mole on my in my entire life and it was right on the spine of my back and because it stuck out did you have it looked at i had it taken out taken out yeah was it cancerous no it was just painful yeah well what was happening like when i would play sports and stuff especially in baseball like if uh what set it all in action was i was running and i got caught in a pickle like a rundown so i was running and the catcher like tagged me in my back on my back but he ran his mitt like all the way down my back because oh. he was like lunging Ooh. after me Ooh, ouch. and because that was sticking out it snagged it oh we don't need details i mean it didn't like rip okay, it off yeah, but I, that's what I did it just it. hurt really bad Ooh. so then i went to the doctor and they looked at it and then they took it out and did they that was the end of that did you have to like be put to sleep no just they numb. just I think he actually sprayed, like, this freezing stuff on it. Yeah. And then, like, just... Got it out. Cut it out. Cut it out. Yeah. Interesting. So that's my mole story, that's everybody. That's your mole story. <laughs> Episode 25. It's all about the moles and the freckles. Yeah. But anyway, it was hilarious to me, upon reflection, that I'm just telling you, yeah, that's what's on my to-do list. Duh. And you're like... Oh, yeah. No, that's. Well, hopefully, you get that done. Yeah. Anyway, it's that whole cognitive distortion, fear, anxiety thing. And I mostly have it managed, but sometimes it manifests and I don't even know what's happening. But at least it doesn't stress me out anymore. I just do something about it. Good. Yeah. I, my dad's a doctor, you know, and I can't send him a picture of every single mole anytime I'm concerned. Like, that would be obnoxious. And he yeah. actually has things he needs to get done. <laughs> yeah, he does. He's a busy man. Every freckle. So. Every other freckle. That's an Alt-J song. Oh. Yeah. But anyway. Okay. 
Here's my mental mom moment. Ready? It's actually one that you have participated in as well. So instead of it just being all about me, it's about us. Oh. What did I what did I figure out, Casey Harper, in the past week about our show? We have been listed under the technology category. Oh yeah. Who did that? And this is not me. This is <laughs> definitely not a technology podcast, if you were wondering. Well, technically no. No. I'll tell you what happened. Tell us what so, happened. So I was setting all this up, and on the site, it asked you, because I was... You mean the host site of like where the podcast yes. sits and yes. waits for people to listen so, to So um, I was a little tired doing this. So when it was like, look, it, it had a whole list, mm -hmm. and for whatever reason in my mind at the time, I was like, yeah, we're doing a podcast. Right. So I just went down to podcasting. I didn't realize that that was like the subject line, and then it just went. It was on tech. It happened to be on yeah, because everything's a everything's a podcast because it's a podcast hosting site. So it's just being technology. specific. So I being not with it at the time <laughs> was yeah, we're doing a podcast, duh, and just picked podcasting, not thinking it was a podcasting host site where it wants to know. What, what you genre. fall on. Yeah. So we had choices like comedy, family. Health, art, so uh, I picked comedy all these things. Because I don't want people getting too excited when they listen to this. Like I'm going to be giving a whole bunch of... Life Since lessons. I am a licensed therapist, I'm not going to be giving you a whole bunch of tips on... No. Um, I mean, I'll give you something here and there, but nothing yeah. you couldn't Google. <laughs> I'm told that I'm I'm funny. I I don't say... I don't self-proclaim that I'm funny. It's from other people telling me, so... I think you have a funny, like, dry Napoleon Dynamite thing going on. And, yeah, you wouldn't be the first person to say that. Yeah. So we are actually, just to clarify, not a technology podcast. I like technology. I don't know a ton about it. I have an iPad. I have an iPhone. I know how to plug them in. <laughs> I know how to take some photos. Yes. That aren't super fuzzy. So that was my bad. So... Thank God, though, because, Casey, you don't mess up very often. So when so you rub do, it in. when you do, I just have to, like, Tell the world. bring it up. Yeah. yeah. So Thanks. who knows? Ever since you've switched it to comedy, I think I feel like we've had, like, a lot more downloads. Yeah. Well, and maybe that's what changed the tides. Maybe. So also I wanted to say special hello and welcome to... Dominican Republic, thank you for downloading. Yes. And who else? There was another country. Sweden. Sweden. Yeah. We have to go to Sweden at some point. That oh, is on my hell list. Yeah. I want to go there. We have to go everywhere. We have to go everywhere. Got to get a passport first. We still need to get that a passport. Is that is a 2019 goal. You almost did 2020. That's I what I was going to do too. <laughs> 2019. 2019. You're the passport. All right. One other mental mom moment I need to share. Our intro song, I have been meaning to talk about it, to give credit to Brad Sucks, who's one of my favorite artists. This song, that our intro song, Making, Making Me, Me Nervous, Nervous by Brad Sucks, was just the song that I knew. Like, I had to have that as my intro. But I also had been reading a lot. This was like back, you know, back when we were getting started. Mm -hmm. I was reading a lot about you have to, like, call and ask for permission. I remember in one episode I wanted to, like, 
use Megadeth, play a Megadeth song, and you're like, nope, we can't do that. Thank God you went to film school. We could, but it's just not, like, safe. Like, they could come back and sue us. When the Mental Mom show becomes, like, really famous and we're worth millions, then, like, yeah. they could come back and sue us. Yeah, to me, it's just not worth the risk. Right, because I love their song, Addicted to Chaos, because... We talked about we that. We talked about that. Yeah. So, anyway, with Brad Sucks, when I was researching... Remember that day you were gone? I was researching all day about, like... I was trying to figure out a song to mm-hmm. use. And when I read that... Because I was going to just email Brad... Like, I know him. I don't know him. Okay, Brad. I really, Brad, if you're listening, <laughs> I want to interview you so bad because I love the names of your songs. I want to know why you call yourself Brad Sucks. I want to know more about it. Um, I love your understanding of mental health in some dimension because you clearly have experienced it, of lack of mental health, or you know people who, who are not well. Yes. <laughs> love his music. So making me nervous, that song that you hear when during our intro, I look it up. I'm going to email Brad's and tour cut. I believe is his last name. I don't know how to say it, but it's, he's Canadian. I thought his last name sucks. No, oh. it's actually just, he calls himself. Brad anyway, sucks. he's so cool. He's one of the first artists who started giving away his music. Like he wrote his music, played his music, produced it, all that. And, and just gave it away on the internet. So he started a movement, um, called copy left i don't know if he actually started it but he's part of it he's one of well maybe he didn't start he? it but it, from well, what i was mean, reading be cool if he did it sounds like he was one of the first musicians yeah. to just like i didn't know i that. went through all the school and never heard about copy left yeah I was, that would have changed things like when you were making Film. films yeah. you could have used other songs yeah because the free stuff the sites that have like the free music like everyone on youtube's using those jingles yeah and it's like i wanted something that really but I don't know how much like famous people, real musicians, are going to charge for their music for me to use 20 seconds of it. Do we even use 20 seconds of it? Mm, something. I don't, I don't know. But Some it, of it can get really outrageous. That's why I was just like... And I wouldn't have minded paying for it. But what I'm going to do instead is I'm going to tell you all about him and check him out. And in our show notes, you will find his website. So anyway, copy left is the opposite of copyright. Basically, it's where you give away your material to other artists and or to other people, and hoping for the same reciprocity. I guess that you that yeah. everyone will do that. Yeah, you just they just want recognition. Yeah, and just I, say and, and here I am. Are. I love him. I'm so thankful for his song. It was the best day of my life when I figured out that I could use it based on this. If I'm understanding this copyleft thing. Correctly, which I never actually got into. Yeah, to well, check if it you out. go on his website, he set he has a list of podcasts that use his song that he's aware of that uses his song, and he like gives credit to the people that are using. Oh my gosh! So if I song. email him and talk to him, maybe and maybe I could interview. Oh my gosh! All you gotta do is try. Yes. Okay. So anyway, that is something that has been on my list on in every notebook I have to give him credit. Yeah. And go ahead. Yeah, well, I was just going to say for everybody that's listening, he has like three or four records out. And they're badass. Yeah, they're pretty awesome. His songs. And his artwork's hilarious. Yes, he's an artist. Like, actually, Besides a song artist, writer, he's... He's everything. Illustrator. Yeah, he's an artist. Mm-hmm. So, Brad sucks. Thanks, Check him Brad. Out. Thank you, Brad, so much. And I'm sorry that it's episode 25 before I'm actually like, giving you credit. It's just because I'm a mental mom. 
the mental mom, if you will. So now you will see on every episode, we're going to go back, Casey Harper, and put Brad's info on all of them. <laughs> and <laughs> you're laughing because you know that. I don't uh, know how to do that. I'll get you do. right on that. <laughs> it's on the list. <laughs> and I'm just so happy and thankful for his music. Because I feel like it is the perfect intro song. You weren't sure. You weren't sure about the intro song. And then your friend, Shonda, who is in the biz. Yeah. She's a professional. I like the song. She I just was it. unsure of how it fit with us, but I have been convinced. Making so. me nervous about all my moles and freckles. I mean, you could like oh, add anything to it. Making me nervous about getting my kids to school on time. I mean, it's just yeah. perfect. Okay, <laughs> let me have some more wine. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Did I say it? 25 episodes. I feel like we've found A few times. Friends. Okay, so what we're going to talk about today. How far in are we? What, uh, you know, we're only about like close to 30 minutes in. Okay, I'll get, I'll get moving here. I love our show. I feel like we've found our flow a little bit. Yeah. I want to talk about being creative on this episode because really creativity is what our relationship is founded on. I mean, that's what brought us together mm-hmm. for our creative projects, our creative minds. Um, I feel like we tapped into something with each other. Yeah. Creativity. I think that's what makes the world go round. It is. And it's, if you it's, think about it, it's under appreciated. Well, I think people get the misconception that creativity has to be some form of art. And yes. I know that I probably jumped the gun on what we were leading into. No, I was but... gonna what I was gonna say is every time I interview one of my or you know, like talking to one of my clients in session and I am like assessing okay, what do you do for creativity? They always talk about, well, I'm not a good drawer. I can't draw. Okay, yeah. that's like one thing. Right. But do you have a garden? Can you grow some herbs? Can you put wallpaper up? Can you sponge paint? Can you, like, you know how I am with my art. It's not exact. It's just like whatever I'm feeling. Yeah. Or, I mean, it doesn't even have to be art. It can be. It can be uh, writing. It can be. Um, designing like science decorating. it can be building it can be a lot of things it's not just drawing it's and painting color, yeah, and coloring exactly. and if you do paint like cooking you know, cooking is an, an art. art absolutely so photography photography um there's just all sorts of things and it doesn't have to look like something it no. doesn't have to to be um exact and it doesn't that's what's so beautiful about creativity so, with mental health, this is how that all fits in. Have you ever heard of, like, in psych hospitals? <laughs> no, I, I haven't spent much time around the psych okay, hospitals. Okay, but, like, movies, if you see, watch films or movies that, have, like, show psychiatric hospitals, or they do a lot of basket weaving. Okay. Crafts. Yeah. Pine cone painting, knitting. Uh, well, you, not so much knitting, because those can they be They have needles, <laughs> Yeah. Um, but let coloring and it's because it's really good for anxiety. Yeah. It takes your mind off of things. Right. Relaxes you. Adult coloring books, you know, yeah. there's a reason it's because of that moment, that movement that you're doing. Yeah. Taking your mind off of worrying. Right. Also, we have a lot of energy 
I cannot remember the quote. Gosh, if I find it, I'll post it on Instagram. But it was something like, if we don't use our creative energy, Mm -hmm. it turns into depression, anxiety, mental illness, basically. Humans have to create. Okay. Even if it's just cooking. Even if it's doing yard work, whatever. The art of doing something. Yeah, doing something that, that uses that part of your brain or that part of your spirit that creates something. Yeah. I found that um, Netflix documentary on my list, The Creative Brain, I believe it's called. Yes. And you, I watched it last week, and it really inspired me. And I told you about it, and I was like, I think we should do a show on this. Because yeah, it was really cool. Uh, it, and it's only like 50 minutes long. Which it's is not perfect. very long. It's a neuroscientist yes. who is doing the documentary, and he goes around and he just talks to people from all walks of life and gets... some famous some not famous he, he yeah calls them innovators some of well them... famous in the regards of like i'm not in nanotechnology so that person's not famous to me but i'm sure in the nanotechnology nano science world i was thinking more like tim robbins yeah tim robbins is on there and db the uh oh shoot one of the one of the writers creators for game of thrones yes He's on there. It's this whole, the whole thing is centered around being creative and how science is creativity and learning through creativity. And basically what I took away from it too was he goes to a school and it's this school where they teach kids, for example, math, but through art. That would have been really good for me. So, which... Also got me thinking that there seems to be a lot, especially since from when I was in school to now, how things have changed where the focus inside of schools has been taken away a lot in the arts programs, which is awful because after, especially after watching this documentary, because it just shows how important music classes are or shop class are or just straight art classes or you know anything of revolving around art i know i just got done saying like it's not all art but when you're young like it is that's very important because that's one way it keeps your attention and they teach these kids like math and uh like geometry and stuff through art and it was really cool and the the whole point the school he went to was about to get shut down, like because their ten they had really low test scores. I think they were in an at risk, like high, like higher poverty. Yeah, area. and they were they were in low income. Yeah, low all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, yeah. they were like, we need to do something to save our school. Mm-hmm. So why not try this? And it's taken off, and now there's like a waiting list. There's like to eighty in. to ninety kids in line to get into this school and it's so with that being said it's just stresses how important using that type using especially when you're young using that part of your brain right can help develop you and actually helps you learn in a more efficient and effective way than sitting at a desk and the teacher writing numbers on the board because everybody doesn't learn that way, and that's no, the whole I thing. Didn't. Yeah, I could have really used that. So it was really fascinating, interesting 
stuff because yes. he talks to just all kinds, all of, kinds of people. Wasn't it cool how they talked about you don't have to reinvent the wheel? Like you can, it's still creative. It's still the creative process if you take what someone else has made and like reinvent it or make it right. better or right different. Yeah, I thought that was really cool because they talked to a writer. I don't, I'm not familiar with him. Uh, he's like a novelist or yeah, something. Yeah, I wasn't either, but I'm But he talks cool. about how he could write a particular type of story. He gives you these kind of real basic characters and these things, and he goes, well, that would fit into X amount of famous authors who have already written these, yes. these beautiful, you know, these great stories. But he's like, I'm not trying to copy that, but what I'm trying to do is take that kind of like structure and by not um on his own just because he's an individual and he's writing from his experience even though he has that similar structure to something like say Hemingway had written right right but he his thing is no matter what though my my experiences and myself is going to come out right. in these writings which nobody can can replicate and, like that's and yeah. your own that's your own authentic self coming right. out in the same storyline, but it's right. It's new and different. Yeah. So Which it, you've always said that, like that's one of the things you said about film school that you learned. That was like the first thing we learned in writing class. Say it again. Say it because it's so powerful. Was pretty much every story's been told twelve times. <laughs> yeah, pretty much every story that you can think of has been told. What separates each of them, though, is who the person writing it because it's their perception of these events or of the world that they're creating. But if you can sit down and like, what think about all of your, the movies you've watched, mm -hmm. they all given the genre, whatever it is, they all f fit a very, very similar structure. But what separates them is, the person who wrote it or directing, you know, their creative part takes over their flavor. Yeah. Their flavor. So it's, it's really interesting. It is. I highly recommend it because I think it's underrated in our, um, I don't know if it's just our country or if it's Western civilization or if it's, I don't know. I, I guess the way I was brought up, um, no, my mom, my parents were very creative people. My dad could, he built decks in our backyard and um, bought, brought, he uh, built um, me a balance beam and like really cool gymnastics stuff in the backyard. And he created that stuff out of his own. Um, like I told him what I, what I really wanted and then he made it happen. And then through his design work. And then um, my mom, like she sewed me the most fabulous prom dress ever we work together on it, you know? And so I think, and your family is very creative. Your mom and, I mean, your dad showed me things he's made out of wood back in high school. Yeah. In shop class. And, like, yeah. your parents are creators. And I think that's why, probably why you and I are creative. We, I think, like, some families, so for the messages from my family was, yes, you know, cre being creative is good. and But not every family teaches that or recognizes the importance of it yeah um and that brings me to tim robbins the actor yeah i didn't even know this but he has this 
a program in the prison system where he teaches prisoners how to like write. Was it writing? No, there there was another guy, a journalist who did the writing, but Tim Robbins did like the acting class, okay. like the master acting class with in the prison. prisoners. Yeah. And so you have all. So Tim Robbins is talking about how you have these people who have broken the law and they're put in prison, and and you know we think, oh God, you know, what do they have to offer? These criminals. Well, a lot of them he finds they they're very talented, but no one has ever given them the positive feedback or the chance to be creative and, and, and said to them, Oh wow, you're really good at that. Or wow, you're really talented at that because a lot of criminals come from, um, homes where there's a lot of at risk stuff going on, you know, and, and they're not parented in a way that they're, well, and they don't have the opportunity to, um, but yeah, but yeah, it's also like you're saying the parents, the child, like when they're young, could bring home something they're very proud of and they get that shot down right because arts or you know that kind of thing is not seen as i don't know manly or or something you know something ridiculous but yeah so it was just really neat i definitely recommend it you recommend it too you liked it yeah and what he tim robbins talked about too was how with these people that are in the prison system that just because they've they've made a mistake in their life, mm-hmm. you know they they have that um, people hold that against them, right? Like they've never made a mistake. Granted, some people make major mistakes, right. Others than others, but there's a lot of those people that make that major mistake, and because of these programs and everything, and they realize that there's something inside them that makes them feel like happiness or they feel it fulfills them and they have that positive feedback right. and that reinforcement that of like, like never had. yeah, that they're really talented at mm-hmm. something that just having that purpose moment mm-hmm. changes their life and right. their perception and that they get put on the right track right. and they're given that second chance, and that's like what Tim Robbins' whole thing is about. Is I really oh, go ahead. giving them that that chance, there that opportunity, making them realize they have those opportunities. And as a therapist, I I think I really connected with what Tim Robbins was saying because I have had the opportunity to work with um, a lot of people, clients who, who've had unbelievable histories and pasts and I have worked with criminals and I've worked with um, all sorts of people. And when I get to meet with them and work with them as a therapist, you know, I don't, I'm not coming from a judgmental place. They're a person. They're a person with a beating heart and like a real blood, just like I have flowing through my veins. You know, they're just a person. And when you take away all that they've done that society looks down upon and you really help them get to like the root of who they are. And we call it strengths based, um, theory in social work therapy practice where you help people really focus in on their strengths instead of, yeah, we could definitely focus on your, right. uh, all your negatives and your weaknesses. Yeah. But if you really shift the focus to the strengths, then it helps the person develop like a different sense of self and confidence and confidence and then it perpetuates and like they can get their life back on track sometimes so 
Yeah. It's just so important. If you're feeling overwhelmed, sometimes like I know we have these like really important to-do lists of like paying taxes and going to the grocery store and I have to take my kid here and I've got to do this. And then there's the things I want to do for my own personal growth. And when you get overwhelmed, sometimes like what I have to do is just stop and do something creative. And like this transition I'm making um, with my private practice, which I'll talk about more in the next show, but I had to stop what I was doing and I spent about 72 hours straight sleeping. I would sleep at night, but redecorating my office. And to a lot of people that would be like, why are you wasting your time on that when you have like so many other important things to do, like set up your new electronic health record and figure out how to do teletherapy and figure out how you're going to market. Well, I needed that 72 hours to get my head straight. And during that time of repainting my desk and putting new hardware on my desk and redecorating and moving things around on my bookshelf um, and accessing that creative part of my brain, I was able to like, figure out a whole bunch of stuff about how I want to do my new business. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's therapeutic Very. because you're, it's taking your mind off of all of that. And it's like putting you in a different space and it calms you down, which is, it's really weird because mm -hmm. you get, at least for me, the way, because I know what you're talking about. It, you do. It calms you down you. and it puts you in a whole different mindset. Yes. So where you're, you're actually like focusing on the thing you're working on, but something happens where things become clearer and all of the things you were worrying about, suddenly answers start showing up. Yes. And you're not even like actively right. trying it, to get answers. I, it's because the way I look at it is it's because you're allowing yourself to focus your energy on something that is also productive, but creative. Yes. And on its own, like, cause you're not thinking about it anymore. Like it, it's like a moment of clarity, clarity. I guess. So I know what you're talking about. Oh, that's so cool that you do. And I really hope listeners that you will take a moment, pause, if you're feeling overwhelmed or frazzled or stuck and don't know where to go next with whatever you're working on or doing, just take some time. Yeah. You and could check out and do something creative. No. Yeah. It's like I said, it doesn't have to be painting. It doesn't have to be drawing. It could be dancing. It could be building something. It could be writing things. It could be makeup. It could be taking, yeah, makeup, cooking, uh, any number of things. Doing science stuff, doing science projects. When Jaren and I, my Jaren's my best friend, when we went to um, Sephora to get new makeup and to try to figure out how to contour our faces, which you can do a whole five-part series on, um, we met this really cool makeup Ma artist. He worked there. Sure. He, he sold you makeup. He put it on your face. But he was so much more than that. Okay. <laughs> which he wanted us to find him on Facebook, and I can't find him. His name's Cal. I can't find him, but he maybe he was like a guardian angel. I don't know. But he came. He came down. <laughs> Casey's like, like barfing and like rolling. Contour his eyes. angel. But listen, I'm going to tell you what I'm. I'm going somewhere I'm sorry. with this. So through the whole process of talking makeup, and we're asking him 50 million questions about how to put it on, which kind? Do we want powder? Do we want liquid? What do we want? 
he finds out what we do, which is we're therapists. And he was like, oh my gosh. He's like, really? And he like just took a minute. It looks like he might cry. I think he may have teared up. And he was like, my therapist changed my life. And like, he talked about it and it was like so cool. So then he told us that on YouTube, which I still haven't looked into, there's makeup therapy where there's people who do makeup as therapy. Really? How cool is that? Yeah. That's pretty cool. I know like, on themselves? I think on themselves, but I don't know. We got to look it up on YouTube. Cause yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and I will get back to everyone on that next episode because Casey's looking at me like it's time to wrap it up. What are you going to like contour your face? Live. Live? Live face contouring. Oh my gosh. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. No, definitely not. There's a reason <laughs> we do a podcast. <laughs> okay. Let's wrap it up. What do you say? Well, there was another thing. One more thing. Oh, I love it. Definitely. Um, that I think a lot of people struggle with that holds them back. And it's always that fear of failure. Fear that it's not going to look good. Well, just the fear of, yeah, you're attempting something and it's not going to go the way you have it in your mind. Right. So, but nothing ever does, which was one of the awesome things that I'm, I learned from college when I was getting my bachelor's, but it didn't really like set sink in until I went back to school to go to film school was not worrying about failing. Like just accept that you're going to fail because failure is your best teacher. Yeah. And that was like the most, one of the most important things I can take away from school because the minute and every teacher I had in film school that that was like the school's thing. It was we're gonna put you in the shit and you're gonna fail because we basically want you to fail. Because that's how you learn. Exactly. Because this is, there. It's gonna teach you more than we really ever could. Like we're gonna be here to guide you, but your failures are gonna teach you so much that you just need to learn to accept that you're gonna fail and that's okay and just. Make sure you learn, you take something away from it and don't let it keep you down because it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Nobody's ever going to do everything perfect the first time or all the time. And I mean, I think you you gave me that those messages because that's the first two episodes of this podcast to bring it back, okay? Are idiot. Like they're not great. They're not great. They're long. But... We have no idea what we're doing. But I knew that I had to do it and you were so encouraging of like, we just have to do it. Like let's just do it. And we did it. And then we found our flow. Yeah. Over time. And our so definitely you just have to go for it and fail and then you'll learn from it. Exactly. Yeah. That's all I wanted to add. And you just gave me a great show idea for next time okay next week great failing and how we learn from it (laughs) i have so much material on that good all right did we figure out all the world's problems and figure out global warming and (laughs) climate change and abortion laws and vaccinations where's all of that coming from (laughs) we didn't talk about any of that i know nor are we ever going to talk about it we're never talking about it 
but hey, keep that away. You know what? That's what this podcast is for. To get away. Yeah. Don't get away bring from that all in that. here. Get that out of the circle. Just get it out. Get it out. I'm just saying, be creative. Yes. Create something. So, with all of that being said, we appreciate all of you. Yes. All of the listeners. All of your support. It's greatly appreciated. We... I don't know what else to say. Did it's, you say New York? Somebody in New York down We've had... In the last... This month's been a great month. We've been expanding. Probably because we're not under technology. <laughs> uh, so... We've got New York, we've got Washington State, we've got Canada, we've got Australia, we've got Dominican Republic. Settle down. Sweden. So, to all of you, thank you. It's greatly appreciated. And we hope that you keep coming back. It means a lot to us. And if you could, please like, share, subscribe, and rate. If you could give us five stars. If if you think we're worth five stars. We're definitely worth five stars some self-confidence issues obviously we're five stars if you have anything you would like to add or contribute i know megan said not to email us anymore don't email us if you're busy she's just don't listen to her (laughs) you can email us at the mental mom show at gmail.com or you can find us on facebook at the mental mom show and message us there please be sure to check out the website website meg's gonna be having blogs uh i don't know how often but on a regular basis for sure i have like 10 that i still need to figure out how to post (laughs) sure so that's up and running please check it out you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts uh apple Podcasts, spotify podbean to name a few actually now i should just say go to the website because they're all links all the links are on the website so just go there you can see our instagram even on the website which my mom was laughing so yeah it's all on there just go to the website thementalmomshow.com what's next week we're talking about failure and how awesome all right next week's failure so don't fail oh yes okay bye y'all